Hello and welcome to Love Mondays Club podcast. I'm your host Helen and I'm here to help you unravel the mysteries of marketing so that you can get more eyes on your business and make more sales. This is the ultimate podcast for online female business owners who are ready to conquer their overwhelm, discover their confidence and unlock the secrets to marketing success. Whether you're just starting out or already running a thriving business, Love Mondays Club is your compass to navigate this ever-changing digital world. Each episode, I'll bring you valuable insights, expert interviews, and practical strategies to help you stand out in a crowded online marketplace. It's time for you to dream big and succeed. I want your Mondays to be overflowing with inspiration, excitement, and setting the stage for you achieving your dreams. So if you're ready, cozy up in your favorite spot and get ready to unlock your business potential. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Love Mondays Club podcast. So I've had a week off and have come back feeling fully refreshed after jazzing up the intro and the cover photo for the podcast and doing lots of planning about what I'd like to be covering with you guys inside the podcast over the next few months, really, almost up until Christmas, I've got everything planned. So that's very exciting. Also as well, before we dive into today's episode, I would love to know what you think of the new cover picture, the new intro, the music, all these things. You know, there are so much planning and thought that goes into all this behind the scenes. So yes, let me know what your thoughts are. Did you fast forward the intro? Are you about to suddenly rewind and have a quick listen? Did you notice it was different? I know everybody listens to their podcast very differently. So yeah, get in touch and let me know. But diving into today's episode. So for me, I guess it feels fitting that the first episode of The New Look is talking all about change and focusing on change. Now, this is something that like I find this really interesting. It's something I talk to my clients about all the time. And it's something I feel a lot as well is that little itch sometimes that you get that's telling you, is it time to change? You know, am I starting to maybe feel a bit bored or stagnant in what I'm doing? Do I want to mix things up? And kind of challenging ourselves and talking about, you know, why we want to do that and is now the right time. And I kind of want to do a bit of a deep dive into this and talk to you about it today. Now, like a bit of background, like over the past three years, my business has totally changed. So previously, I was mainly working like in private education and tuition and things like that. I did a lot of one-to-one. I moved online. I scaled it up to groups and then from there it kind of evolved and turned into like coaching and training new tutors and now really in the past six months it's kind of evolved into some quite big changes again. Now one of the main things for me in all honesty is that I'm kind of moving away from the teaching world and I'm going to be focusing a lot more on training people to level up their marketing skills because that for me is the one thing that I really love the most and also as well, you know, we always want to play to our strengths. And like, I love English. That's what I've studied at, you know, university. It's what I've sort of taught and things like that. And I just think that words are so powerful. And I love the mix as well of like mindset that goes into the whole, you know, idea of running your business and showing up and being successful. And for me, those are the two things that I would say are some of my biggest strengths that I really end up leaning into and helping my clients with the most. So for me, like the evolution of Love Mondays Club is that this is what one of the main focus is going to be on. And of course, if you did listen to the intro of the podcast, then you'll hear as well that that's really what the focus of this podcast is going to be about as well. The idea is that I really want to help you to get more visibility and make more sales. You know, that's really what we're here for, isn't it? When we're looking for some extra support with our marketing. But for me, it's really important as well that you do this in your own way. Like I don't want to teach this kind of cookie cutter approach, like templates and things, but because I know that we're all unique and we're all different. And actually, if we're all taught to market in exactly the same way, that means we're all going to sound 
exactly the same online and we're going to all look exactly the same and that's not going to help us to stand out so for me it's about helping you and my clients like tapping into their uniqueness and tapping into their own strengths to show up in a way that does feel really authentic and when that happens everything clicks into place like everything feels so much more natural there's so much less resistance to it all and success follows after this you know people buy people at the end of the day now one thing I will always come back to though is that video is king And the more you can get confident with using video, the much faster it's going to be for you to build up relationships with your clients. But even still, even if you don't like video, podcasting is a fantastic way of getting your voice out there. So there's so many different things, but we will tap into all of those in the future, I promise you. Now, even though I say I'm moving away from tutoring, don't get me wrong, I still work with a lot of tutors and still tap into my industry knowledge and everything else. But for me, What I really love about Love Mondays Club now and the business that I've built is that it's filled with a variety of businesses. And I think that this gives it so much more of like a diverse and inspiring like mix of ideas and and attitudes and ways of doing things. For me personally, like this was something I found in the past that I really didn't like being stuck in an echo chamber. Like I love being surrounded by my peers and that's fantastic because quite often nobody can kind of truly understand the, you know, challenges and things that you face in your business you know like you know no one can compare it like your peers you know they they really understand what you're going through but I think that when it comes to business growth and when it comes to sort of inspiration and trying to do things differently then actually for me personally all of my growth came from looking outside the box looking at what other people were doing that weren't in my bubble weren't in my echo chamber and that gave me so much more inspiration and something that I actually think gave me the confidence to always go off and just do my own own thing and not really worry too much about what everybody else was doing. A lot of my business change has been like a natural evolution, but it has also been the consequence of some very intentional decisions that I've made and recognizing like what I actually really wanted, like what was really making me happy and the course of action that I needed to take. So that's kind of the background and context of why I wanted to talk about today's episode, because I am no stranger to change. It is happening all the time for me. (laughs) So I wanted to explain to you or kind of share some ideas with you, like four ways to kind of recognize when it might be time to change. But I also want to tell you how to change and what you can do about it because there's nothing worse is there than kind of you know being filled with all these ideas and then being left on a cliffhanger of well what next so no gatekeeping today I'm going to be really honest with you and tell you about all the things that I've done and kind of how I've got to where I am first things first let's talk about recognizing when it's time to change or when, when you feel like it might be the number one question that I ask all my clients especially when we're working one-to-one is are you happy? Do you enjoy what you're doing? And unless the answer is a hard yes, then we need to do something about it. So I always challenge people and get them to think, you know, is what you're doing in your business, like, does it feel like it has direction? Does it it feel like it's taking you where you want it to go? Or are you maybe starting to feel a bit frustrated? You know, maybe feel like you're stuck in Groundhog Day a little bit, just doing the same things. And like, for me, if you're feeling like that, if you're not feeling kind of lit up and inspired by what you're doing, then that's a huge sign that maybe things need to be moved around a little bit because like this is this is your business this is your own work and it should light you up like it should make you want to jump out of bed in the morning and be excited I mean that is literally where the cheesy name of Love Mondays Club came from for me was because I kind of woke up and recognized that actually like I really do love what I do and for me you know I don't get the Sunday scaries anymore like I used to when I worked for other people instead I actually look forward to Monday and just cracking on with all the new ideas that I have 
rather than, you know, sitting there spending time planning holidays and just trying to escape it all and trying to escape reality. So that for me is a huge big red flag, you know, when I feel like I'm not happy anymore, when I feel like there's no direction to what I'm doing and I feel like I'm just, you know, going through the motions all the time with things. Number two, another thing to challenge yourself on is do you really believe in what you're doing anymore? And I think that's a really hard question, you know, can really tap into some sort of deep feelings here. But for me, like if I'm if I'm really honest about this and I haven't kind of openly talked about this too much, but, you know, my education business focused on helping students get into like selective schools. In many ways, I niched down into that industry at the time, like a few years ago, because one, to be brutally honest with you, it was profitable and there was a huge market for it. But two as well, I did really enjoy the focus of it. And I and I loved a lot of the ambition of my students and the families. And they, you know, a lot of them were really driven and they would show up and really be involved and, and and want, you know, eager to learn, which, you know, as a teacher, you can't ask for any more. However, there was also a dark side to it all, where I would also see very young children getting very stressed and worried about these exams and parents you know putting their absolute all energy into it and you know I I could just see quite often this like negative effect that it was having on families and like it would really weigh heavy on my conscience and I found myself like pulling away from it whenever that happened and almost kind of being a bit like it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things, which I appreciate maybe the clients didn't actually want to hear that at the time. (laughs) However, I couldn't sit there and keep piling on work to this young child who I could clearly see wasn't happy and wasn't enjoying the process. Because like, let's be honest, being an adult can really suck sometimes, you know, we have to worry about bills and mortgages. And, you know, there's plenty of other things I worry about as well, you know, the politics of the world and, you know, the environment and also the kind of social pressures that you get put under with all sorts of things like there are literally so many things to worry about as an adult and actually like the innocence of children for me is like let kids be kids so I never liked that feeling of kind of taking away that childhood I guess for some kids and letting them feel that stress and pressure at such a young age now don't get me wrong I'm painting a very dark picture there and it wasn't all like that you know these were just isolated cases but they always played on my mind and it was always something that just made me think ah don't actually fully want to be a part of this. And so what ended up happening with the business, with the education business, is that we ended up focusing a lot more on just here are the resources, this is what you need, here's all the advice I can help you with. But I kind of stepped back a lot from that responsibility of it all. And I definitely stepped away a lot from the kind of one-to-one side of it um, because I ultimately didn't want to feel like I was responsible for that pressure. So like that for me overall was like a huge red flag of like, I want things to change, whether it's in my education business or I kind of just have a total change of tact and and end up working with different people. So when I kind of fell into like the training and coaching side of things, working with that kind of different group of people, ultimately adults, it just sat a lot better with me. And I never kind of felt that, you know, that resistance necessarily from my clients. You know, there was, of course, people feel stress and things like that but it's very different to that of like working with a child. So that for me was a big red flag and just just an example for you. Another way as well that you can maybe recognize when it could be time to change is thinking about your goals and aspirations. Now, the truth is probably what you wanted 10 years ago, five years ago, maybe even one year ago, 
could be completely different today. And I think a lot of us, you know, especially when you've maybe been running your business for a few years now and you might be established, you know, when you first started, you might have had big dreams of what you wanted to wanted it all to look like and wanted your life to look like. And then of course life gets in the way or life changes, it throws curveballs at you. And I think it's important to think that like, you know, is what I'm doing right now actually aligned with with what I really want or do I need to you know, do I need to make some changes to help me reach the new goals and aspirations of my life? And and I'm not talking about like business goals and aspirations. I'm not talking about like money and numbers of clients and all that sort of stuff. Um, I'm talking about like what actually makes you happy in your life, like where you're living, what you're doing with your free time, your family, what you're spending your money on, all these sorts of things, the freedom that you have to kind of make, make choices, the freedom to go places, all these sorts of things, you know, has that changed for you? And, and is your business enabling you to do that or is it actually holding you back and finally the last one is actually a bit of a curveball with when it comes to change so I think as well like I think it's really important when you when you start to feel this itch and thinking oh it's time for change I want to do something different to actually challenge those feelings that you have and think to yourself okay do I have itchy feet because of basically shiny object syndrome and the fact I'm seeing you know everyone's highlight reels online or is it maybe that things have just got a little bit stagnant in my business and I just need to maybe jazz things up a little bit you know and just make a couple of changes here and there you know I I have a joke with my my very you know one of my very close friends and she's great you know she helps me a lot with my business she, she's always been my my biggest supporter in the background she has a joke with me that one of my favorite phrases is burn it all <laughs> so I am known for going through phases in my business where I'm like, right, that's it. I want to, you know, tear it all up and change it all and make my life unnecessarily stressful. And of course, I don't do that. But like, for me, I, I am that kind of impulsive person who will do stuff like that, you know, if, if I if I don't keep myself in check. So this is why I wanted to throw this example in here is to like, it's so important to kind of challenge yourself and think about like, Am I just suffering from a bit of shiny object syndrome? Is the grass greener on the other side? Throwing out all the cliches here as usual. Or is it that actually you just maybe need to make some little tweaks to what you're doing? Now, like as an example for this, like it's interesting, like when I first wrote my website and I did my about me section, I talked about how like, you know, one of my biggest goals when I was working, you know, this even pre-education business, when I was working in businesses, one of my biggest goals was I wanted to own a house. I wanted to have a dog. I wanted to go on two holidays a year, you know, all those kind of tick box things. And like the reality was back then, I mean, this was also pre-COVID. So working from home just wasn't a thing, um, which is why we couldn't have a dog, you know, because we were both working in the city and working all over the place. So there was just, it just wasn't going to be feasible. And of course, you know, home ownership meant stable incomes and deposits and mortgages and all that kind of fun stuff. And, you know, of course, as well, the reality was I wasn't very happy in my job. So the idea of two holidays a year felt like a luxury escapism. Now, I kind of talked about this a few episodes ago, or didn't I? And I talked about sort of working on holiday and, and talking about how I actually don't really believe in holidays and the concept of escaping your, your life anymore. <laughs> because the reality is my dreams have have changed this kind of goes back to my other point of like you know have your goals and aspirations changed so you know especially after covid i i definitely felt like stuck and claustrophobic and i hated being trapped at home so much like i'm sure so many of us did you know i'm not alone in this feeling so for me there was a real feeling of shiny object syndrome of watching all these like 
digital nomads suddenly, you know, jumping back on planes and traveling the world and, you know, working by the beach and all those kind of beautiful Instagram posts that you see. Now, I know that the reality behind the scenes is very different to that. You know, it's, it's like we, we all know this, like an Instagram reel is just the highlights. It's all the good stuff. But the thing is, I had that shiny object syndrome and thought that that's what I really wanted to do. And I had that burn it all feeling of, you know, sell the house, abandon the business, off we run to, I don't know, Southeast Asia or somewhere like that. But the reality was that sitting there, and it took me a long time to do this, but sitting there and really challenging myself made me realize that actually that's not me. I'm not that kind of person. Like as much as great as it sounds, like I'm the kind of person who packs tea bags when she goes on holiday because there's just some home comforts that I I just I just love it. I thrive on it. <laughs> You can judge me for that. It's fine. But the thing for me, though, was recognizing that actually it doesn't have to be one extreme or the other, you know, like you can have an element of both at the same time. So, you know, for us, our future plans have changed. It does still involve the idea of selling the house and going abroad, but it's not about the nomad life. For us, the dreams now are more about actually living abroad and settling and being comfortable and, you know, this isn't a commitment for like 10, 15, 20 years. This is just a life change that we want to experiment with and something that, you know, running your own business allows you the freedom to do those sorts of things. Another example as well, you know, that's like a personal example, but another example that I think a lot of us feel online as well from a business perspective is as our businesses are growing, like, you know, unless you have a system in place that does allow you to scale and grow and potentially work with more people or raise your prices or whatever it might be, there can be a lot of pressure in terms of like how we build our businesses. So again, in the education world, I felt a lot of pressure about this idea of like hiring other tutors, basically, you know, starting agencies. And I was watching these other agencies, you know, seemingly booming online. And, you know, even in the coaching space, people taking on like lots of team members and full-time employees and all these sorts of things. And again, you know, that pressure is there. And especially if you're seeing it all the time in your newsfeed. But again, this is about like you challenging yourself. And, And so many of my clients come to me and say like, I don't want that. I don't want the responsibility of hiring loads of people. I don't want to run an agency. And I'm with them. Like people management is not my thing. I I personally don't love it. Like I have a team of people who help me and support me, but they're contractors. You know, I love the autonomy that they have to kind of work on their own time. And for me and my team, like it works beautifully. Like the independence is there and there's the kind of mutual collaboration and respect that goes with it all. So I could totally understand why so many of my clients didn't want that sort of responsibility. And again, this is the thing with business. There's no one way to do it. There's no one way to grow and scale. And, you know, if that's what you want so that's the thing as well is challenging yourself like are you kind of following what you think you need to do or are you actually tapping into what really ultimately goes back to the first question what is really going to make you happy what's really going to help you to achieve those outside of business goals in life that you have there are some examples for you of just the kind of like questions and sort of thought process I guess that I go through when it comes to like challenging myself about time to change now let's actually talk about making those changes because it's all well and good sitting here deciding okay I'm not happy potentially and I and I want to do something different but there's a lot that kind of goes into this in the background the number one thing to think about first of all is looking at your readiness to change the reality is change is really hard it can bring up lots of crunchy emotions we as humans majority of the time do thrive on kind of consistency and routine so change you know can throw things into a spin a little bit and that's not a bad thing 
but it is something I think that you need to consider things like your emotional preparedness for it. And also, do you have the support and the resources available to you? Now, the answer to this is quite simple, is if you don't, then go and seek help. Because the truth is like, if you have these new goals and you want to do things differently, like you will reach your goals 10 times faster if you have somebody there in the corner cheering you on, helping you over the like the stumbles and challenges that you might face, giving you ideas and inspiration, and also giving you tools and resources to help you do it quicker. Like there are no prizes for struggling to do it on your own. And and again, this is a lesson I learned the hard way many years ago. And now fast forward to this day, you know, the thought of sitting here trying to do stuff by myself and spending hours on YouTube, you know, watching videos and trying to piece all the information together total waste of my time like I would much rather invest in somebody to help me get the job done quicker and then ultimately the business is going to keep moving forward at a much faster rate which for me is like the overall goal so number two is to also do a bit of an evaluation of like kind of risk versus reward because the truth is that change does also involve risks like especially if you're in a very comfortable position and that's what I was you know with my my education business like I was very comfortable plodding along like all the bills were paid for the holidays were being paid for like I was very comfortable but that for me ends up becoming uncomfortable I don't like being comfortable (laughs) I like to be challenged but but that's the thing though and and again that I think for me is why like on a personal level is why I do change things so much because I do kind of thrive under that bit of pressure but of course there is always risks associated with this now of course one of the biggest risks that people always sort of talk to me about or I know that I sort of you know discuss with my clients as well is financial and that kind of worry of you know I think one thing to emphasize when it comes to changing your business, if that's what you want to do or making change, you know, whether it's totally changing your business and starting a new career, or if it's just making kind of internal changes in the business, is that it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You know, there doesn't have to be this sudden deadline where you stop everything and start something totally new. Nine times out of 10, you can kind of transition between them. But for me, just again, a bit of sort of background here, the one thing that's kind of always kept me feeling safe to an extent when it comes to like financial risks is that from day one when I left my you know sort of corporate job office job before was I'm always made sure that I had three months of bills you know sat in a savings account untouched I knew that if I didn't earn a single penny for three months that everything would be covered and everything would be okay now the truth is though is that nothing drives you more than the need to make something work and like the truth is if you're if you're truly passionate about this new change that you want to make you'll put in the hours like you'll put in the effort and you will make it happen you know and and it's not necessarily this idea of like you know you've just got to work really really hard because you've also got to be strategic about things as well like obviously there's planning and everything that goes into it but I think that you know if finances are something you're worried about creating like a little safety net is something that's just going to help you sleep easy a bit more as you go through those periods of change. Now, the other thing as well, as I kind of mentioned, is that, of course, change doesn't have to happen overnight. So what I like to do is like set myself goals and objectives, but ultimately like be really specific about when I want certain milestones to happen, because it's all well and good saying, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to start something next year or I'm, I'm going to start, you know, bringing in this new service later in the, the, the holidays or whatever it might be, whatever the time of year might be. But 
I find that actually setting really clear, decisive dates really pushes me forward and makes me take action. And I don't also just set those kind of deadlines for myself. I also do them very publicly as well. So for example, as I kind of transitioned away from like teaching and a lot more into this kind of like training and coaching business that I have now, rather than just kind of being like, oh, well, I'll stop when I can. I very much set myself like a month of the year where I was like, right, that is the final day. Like after that, yes, I I still own the business and I'm still going to be involved in it and I'm still going to work in part of it. But ultimately, a lot of that contact teaching time is going to stop now and I need to have a deadline. And also for respect of my clients, they need to know that as well so they can make changes. So that gives you a bit of accountability for it. But also as well, it's going to like give you clarity about what you actually want to accomplish and help you kind of gauge like whether it's the right time to make those changes or whether you maybe need to push things back because again the beauty of it it's your business you can be flexible with these things like deadlines don't always have to be totally definitive okay and the last one bit of a cliche but so true is that when you're going through changes if you trust your gut and it really feels right then sometimes you do just have to trust the process you know trust that the timings of the change like it will align with what you want to do and obviously there needs to be careful consideration and there are going to be moments where you're maybe going to feel a bit uncertain and there's going to be you know little bumps in the road that maybe you didn't expect but that's all part of it if you're listening to this and you already run your own business which I suspect you do you already know don't you that like (laughs) the course of running a business does not run smoothly (laughs) as they say with you know the course of true love and you know it's even if you have all the best strategies and all the best laid out plans, there are always little curveballs that come to you. But you just have to have faith in yourself that you can keep going and that you can problem solve and that you can make things work if it's something that you really, really want. Okay, so I hope that's been helpful. I guess finally, my honest bit of advice is that if you've kind of been sat here listening to this, thinking that, you know, change is something, you know, you you can feel that you do want to start making changes in your business. My honest advice to people and I don't mean this in the most sassy way, but it's maybe going to sound it, is to stop talking and actually start doing it. Like, I honestly put my success down to the fact that I always do what I'm going to say I'm going to do. And I have this like unrelenting belief that things will always work out in the end. Like that goes back to my last point of trust the process, keep going. And and don't get me wrong, like I have wobbles. I have moments of self-doubt. Like sometimes I cry. I'm an emotional soul sometimes. <laughs> but like, like I'm a human. And, and I don't and I really don't like it when I hear people online kind of in especially in this coaching space who say that they don't have those wobbles and don't have self-doubt because we all go through a bit of a process and don't get me wrong my self-doubt now is significantly less than what it was when I very first started but again you know that's all about your own personal growth and evolution like as you move through different kind of levels and phases of your business and your dreams and your goals new little challenges are, are going to come up and it's all about how you deal with them but like I say it's accepting that this is part of the process and that acknowledging that change does feel hard and it is challenging and that's also why so many people give up you know when they when they come across these roadblocks they think it's too difficult I can't do this they also maybe because they're scrolling through social media and looking at the highlights reel they don't see the other challenges that all these other business owners are going through And it can feel really isolating, can't it? Like it can feel like, well, I'm the only one struggling with this, so therefore it's not working. And I promise you, hand on heart, that is so not true. So I guess I want to end this episode with a very impassioned plea (laughs) to encourage you to make these changes in your life. If a lot of what we've talked about today has resonated with you, like ultimately 
we only have one life and you should go and follow your dreams and do what makes you happy because you'll never regret trying in the end. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I loved sharing all this stuff with you. I am so passionate about this, as you could probably hear in my voice. If this did resonate with you, if you do want to share anything with me, whether it's feedback on the new episode or just something that stood out for you today, I would love to hear from you. So you can get in touch with me. Best place is Instagram at Love Mondays Club. And I look forward to catching up with you soon or seeing you in next week's episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Love Mondays Club podcast. Don't forget to review and subscribe or share this episode with one of your business friends. Have a great week and I'll see you next Monday.